Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. BT is out sick today, so we hope he feels better. He'll be back with us hopefully tomorrow. Julius Randle is a championship piece for the New York Knicks. You saw it again last night, same thing that you saw on Sunday as the Knicks played well against the Timberwolves on Sunday in their first game with OG and Anobi, and they did it again last night where Randall and Brunson, without the clutter of R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, would now be cleaned up at least starting five with Anobi in the mix. You saw Randall and Brunson front and center being the lead players, the all-stars that they are on this team, and... I think the narrative of the Knicks need another star or another superstar to win a championship, that is dead. That is over. Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, but more specifically Julius Randle because we love Brunson as a player. You know what he's going to be, and people could doubt him as a number one, whatever it may be. But Randle's always been the enigma. Randle has been up and down. He was an all-star carrying this team to the postseason a couple years ago, you know, as a four seed before the Knicks lost in the postseason to the Hawks. And Randall got ridiculed because he didn't do much in that postseason. Whatever he did in the regular season to get the Knicks that four seed, he didn't do it in that first round series against the Hawks. However, that was a different team. That team was all on Julius Randle. So in the postseason, when things tighten up and they're looking to shut down your best player, Knicks didn't have another answer. I mean, they could not score. Reggie Bullock was not it. Knicks didn't have it. Alfred Payton, whatever it was back then, it's easy to forget, and thank goodness we can forget because the Knicks have gotten significantly better, but it was all about Julius Randle. But he did fail in the postseason, and that was strike one against him. Strike two came the following season where he was a disaster on the court in the regular season, fighting with the fans, the attitude seemed off, and... Everybody in this town, and myself included, was turned off to Julius Randle and saying, ah, this is not going to be the guy. The inconsistency, can't win a championship with him. You know, the the position he plays, you know, it's a guard-driven league. You need more of, uh, you know, a two-guard, a shooter, a scorer. You want the backcourt to be the thing. They can't win the way that they're built with Randle. Move on. And then Randle comes back and bounces back and has another all-star year last year, paired with Jalen Brunson, who I believe to be a superstar. And Randle... Showed you again, you know, making the All-Star team two out of three years. Showed you again and gave you reason to believe that he could be a guy on a potential championship team. And then the postseason happened. And he failed again in the postseason. But this time, and I'm not trying to make excuses for him, believe me. Like, I'd rip him left and right. And I have, but I'm, I'm now firm in my backing of Randall being a championship piece. Because I'm going to say that he got hurt in the post. He was. He was hurt in the postseason last year. Had to have surgery. I mean, he, he wasn't 100% healthy. 
And you saw other guys shine in the postseason. I mean, you know, R.J. Barrett, as inconsistent as he was, had a good postseason last year and kind of made up for you know Randall's inefficiency to a certain extent. But had they had a fully healthy Randall, maybe they do beat Miami and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Anyway, I'm going to chalk it up to his two postseason failures, which is the number one knock on Julius Randall. He can't get it done in the postseason. can't get it done in the postseason. He hasn't gotten it done in the postseason, but there are circumstances behind it. Year one, it was all on him. No help. Year three, you know, after a bad second year, year three, last year in the postseason, it was more about him not being 100% healthy. Julius Randle is everything we should want in a player in this town. He's passionate. He cares. He gives a crap on the defensive side, too. Now, is he a great defender? No, but he's giving max effort. He wants to win. He wants to win here. He wants to bring a championship to the New York Knicks. That is his motivation, not just getting money, not just lazily moving up and down the floor. Randall has been a tremendous Nick, and he's only now getting better this year, specifically now in the last couple of games, since they traded for Ananobi and cleaned out you know, the, the, the clutter that they had. And to me, it's on full display. There's no more, oh, the Knicks go, they need to go out there and get another superstar nonsense. They have two All-Stars. Tell me how that's not good enough. Now, I'm not saying they don't need another piece on the roster, a two-guard. Sure, you want want an upgrade at the two-guard position. They want to clean up the bench and get the bench better. For me, it'd be a veteran point guard. That would be a top priority. And, And you want to make sure you get the rotation nice and cleaned up, and they're still working their way through that since the trade. But right now, with Brunson... With Randall, with Ananobi, this team, if they add the right piece or two, and it doesn't have to be a superstar, this team can win a championship. Does it mean that I think they're better than the Celtics right now or the Sixers or the Bucks? Not necessarily, but things can happen. What it means is they have the stars. The hardest thing to get in the NBA are the stars. The Knicks have two of them. They have them. Stop looking. Stop searching. Stop stop hoping. Stop looking to figure out who they're going to trade for. Go get this guy. Go get that guy. Again, I don't think they're done making moves. But as far as the big moves, the superstar type moves, the dreaming about Giannis or Donovan Mitchell or Dame Lillard or Joel Embiid, all that, it's come to an end. The Knicks have their stars. And we're going to find out this postseason if their stars are good enough to carry them to an NBA Finals. Certainly to an Eastern Conference Finals. See, I, I believe that they could do that. We're going to see them actually do it. But maybe to an Eastern Conference Finals or to an NBA Finals. We're going to find out. But you know what? I like the Knicks' chances. With Brunson, with Randall, they have two stars. That's more than most. And it's on them to clean up the rest of the roster and bring in the contributing pieces around those two. And they've started to do that first with the trade for Ananobi. They're headed in the right direction. Brunson is a superstar. And Randall is also a star. They can be one and two. For years, it's been, oh, well, who's going to, or even since Brunson got here, oh, well, who's going to be the number one when Brunson could be the two? And then Randall's got to go. When, wrong. Brunson is number one. Randall is either 1A or 2. I want to label him. I don't want to be disrespectful because he deserves, to me, even more than a, a two label on this particular team because he was here first, and he's been an all-star a couple of years out of the last three seasons. Deserves to be one again this year. He's carried this team. Randall is the first one to start bringing the Knicks back. Obviously, Brunson came in and took them over the top as far as being a legitimate postseason contender, winning a postseason series a year ago. 
Brunson, you know, Brunson doing it at the point guard position, all that he brings. But Brunson and Randall, you've now seen it for two games here, front and center on display since the Ananobi trade. These two guys can be championship pieces on a team. Stop the, oh, they needs to be more. They, they can't win without a superstar. Nonsense. They have two stars in Brunson and in Julius Randle. All right, we said BT is off today, so you just got me here, me and you, for the next four hours. We'll get into some other stuff as well, but I want to start with the Knicks off of their win last night and just feeling like, you know, this is finally it now. They've developed Randle here nicely. Obviously making the addition with Brunson. Those two can be a championship tandem with the right pieces around them. Adenobi, certainly the right piece. Need a little bit more. But as far as the star power goes, it's Brunson and it's Randall. Julius Randall can be and will be a championship piece for this Knicks team. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship, but maybe getting you know to the NBA Finals, winning an Eastern Conference title. I really believe that that could happen with these two. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Dale is calling from Manorville. What's up, Dale? Oh, Dale is not calling from Manorville. Tino is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Tino? Nice hey, Sal. How are you, brother? Happy New Year. It's a pleasure to hear from you. You too, Tino. What's on your mind? Yeah, Sal, I totally agree with you. I mean, uh, I'm, you're spot on with your, your Randall take. I mean, the guy brings it every night. I mean, he fills up the box score. He plays hurt. He's just a warrior. You know what I mean? The Knicks fans that hate against him are just, just, just non, uh, that just don't know basketball. He's really a heart and soul of the team. Yeah, Brunson came in now. He's taking more of the spotlight from Randall. But to take anything away from Randall, what he brings on a nightly basis, it's just amazing. And I, I root for the guy all the time. He's just, just a heart. You know what I mean? But I also I do. I do know what you mean. And I'm watching him on Sunday on the defensive side of the ball early in the game and saying, this guy is playing his ass off defensively as well. Like, that's something Carmelo Anthony, all you bing-bonger Nick fans love. Oh, Melo this, Melo that. He never gave that type of effort. Melo played zero defense. Zero zero. defense. And and he didn't have the desire, the passion, the want to that Randall has. Was was Melo a more talented player? Yes. but, But he didn't get as much out of his talent as Randall's gotten out of his. Randall's been a, a far better Nick than Carmelo, and I firmly Absolutely. believe after years now of watching him and some inconsistencies, we mentioned the ups and downs, Randall is a championship player or a piece to a championship team. Sal, he just needs to cut down on his turnovers. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, no, nobody's perfect. I understand that. but No, yeah. no, no. He dribbles too much in the paint, and he loses the ball. He tends to lose the ball when he gets, you know, double teamed, and triple teamed a lot. He's oh, he's got to be more smarter in that in those areas. Well, and in the but clutch, say, in, you- in the clutch in the postseason in particular, and that's what we're gonna have to see. Look, for me to be proven right on this about Randall, he's gonna have to do it in the postseason. I Absolutely. believe, I believe that he can, and him and Brunson can be a championship tandem. Excel. Just if I if I may add one, add one more thing. Here's what scares me about both of them. As you see now, without our second unit right now, is really weak. Tibbs cannot mm-hmm. take Randall or JB off the court. As you noticed in the last two games, when he tries to do that, we have no punch off the bench by losing IQ. And what we need to do right now, we have to get a third option. I like OG and Obi Sal. I do. He's he's a good fit, but he's a offensively, Sal. 
Yeah, but Sal, offensively, he's a very limited player. No, he's, he's going to knock a... down. They need him to knock down the three on the wing. That's exactly what they need, Tito, and thank you for the call. Defend the perimeter, be a you know shut-down wing defender, which is exactly what they need, and somebody who can knock down the three, create some space. They need what they need is a two-guard. Ananobi's not the problem. They need upgraded two-guard. They don't need a superstar at two-guard. It's like, oh, if they – like, let's say they upgraded and got Murray from Atlanta. He's not a superstar, but he's certainly an upgrade. I don't even know if they if they have what it takes to get him, but that's the type of move we're talking about. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are like, oh, that's not enough. He's not the star player. You know, you've already seen people criticizing Brunson. Obviously, we know that Randall's been inconsistent, and people criticize him and want him out of here. But I really believe that Randall is a piece to a championship team here for the Knicks, and they just need minimal upgrades. An upgrade at the starting two guard would be great, and obviously on the bench, and I think they need a backup point guard, a veteran backup point guard for starters. For me, you could use a little bit more scoring off the bench, sure, but but the point is those, like, it's easier to build a bench. It's easier to find, you know, a, 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 an upgraded two guard than it is to go out and get a superstar. The, those stars are the hard things to find in the NBA, and it's what the Knicks have been chasing for years, whether you go back to 2010 and LeBron James, you can reference all the guys, all oh, the Knicks are going to get this guy and that guy, KD and Kyrie. Knicks are going to get this guy. The Knicks have their stars right now, Brunson and Randall. And now with Anunoby, not that it's a big three, and that term should be obliterated anyway, enough of the big three nonsense. But he's a nice fit for the two stars, Randall and Brunson. And they need to continue to try. I think they got at least one more move in them. May not be the blockbuster that everybody's hoping for, but they got at least one more move in them to upgrade this team, whether it be at two guard, whether it be on the bench. And then you know what? You take your chances, you go from there. But they can win a championship with Randall as a main piece. Pete is calling from Seaford. What's up, Pete? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, Pete? Uh, good. Big win last night against a team they, they really needed to beat, even though the Bulls have played better since Levine's injury. You know, the one thing I said to my Knicks buddies, and I heard Stephen A. kind of allude to this last night, even though he's the fakest Knicks fan in the world, you know, they seem to be building around Tibbs. Stephen A. wasn't talking about Aaron Rodgers? No. <laughs> Why not? He, he, <laughs> what else is there to talk about, right? Yeah. He, he seems to be, they seem to be building, Leon seems content to build around Tom Thibodeau as the centerpiece of this team. And you will hear a lot about Tibbs' guys. You heard Precious Achua is a Tibbs guy. Ananobi, clearly, when you imagine a Tom Thibodeau guy in your head, Ananobi is almost like the prototype. Right. Uh, you know, the Luel Dang comparison, I think, is something the BT said the other day. I don't think that's but, a bad thing, though, but go ahead. It's not a bad thing, but I don't know. And it's hard for me to think in recent memory if there is a team that's been built around a coach's style that's ever made it to the promised land, especially a coach. I love Tibbs. I hope he's the next coach for the next decade. But he's never gotten a team even into the Eastern Conference Finals, let alone into the championship. And he's had teams. You want to say he was sabotaged by Derrick Rose injuries? That's mm-hmm. fair. But, but they seem to be building around Tom Thibodeau and his style of play. The minutes are going to be a problem. Minutes are always a problem on Tibbs' teams. Well, as far and, as what? Giving Brunson and, and Randall too, much, too, uh, too many minutes? Too much burn. Too yeah. much burn. You know, yeah. I don't, you know Brunson, Brunson has a little bit of an injury History, not bad, but a little bit. Look, little one, of my, one of my favorite, look, injuries are, you know, it, it's unfortunately it's going to happen. You hope that it doesn't. They already lost Mr. Robinson, which hurts. I mean, imagine how good they'd be with Robinson in there. I know Hartenstein is playing very well, but imagine if he were the backup 
to Mitch Robinson. So injuries are part of it. If it happens, it's unfortunate. It happened last year to them with, with Randall in the postseason. But part of, you know, when I grew up watching, and, and I call myself a 90s Knicks fan more than anything else, but one of my favorite things about watching those teams was the way that Riley and even Van Gundy afterward would handle it where they had such a short bench, specifically Riley early on. It was a short rotation. You you weren't going digging deep into the bench. So I'm not worried about, and I know the minutes police out there want to get on, on Tibbs. I'd rather have the Stars play more. Now, they're getting ready for having to do so in the postseason. Like Ran- Brunson and Randall, they're not going to be able to come off the floor that much if you want to win in the postseason. But that's just the reality of, of the sport. Two guys, two guys I think the Knicks should go after. And, I'll, and then I'll leave it at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see, if not DeJounte, I think DeJounte would be a good fit, but I think Landry Fields, the GM of the Hawks, is going to be asking for a lot for him because uh, they're barreling towards a rebuild, uh, would be either bring back Alec Burks, which would be very cheap, mm. and, a, uh, again, another Tibbs guy that Tibbs loved, or look at Terry Rozier. Uh, I, I think I think the, uh, I think the Charlotte is going to be looking to, to sell at, at the deadline as they should be. And I think Rogier is a guy who's been starting, but really can give you those scoring guard quickly minutes off the bench. Yeah, I mean, look, Burks is an interesting player, and thank you for the call, Pete. And obviously, somebody we're familiar with here. He was inconsistent; he would drive me nuts. However, on the, you know back then, he needed to be more of a priority or a top scoring option for him. Now he wouldn't have to be. Those are moves that can make this team better. But remember, now think about where we've come with this New York Knicks team. For years, it was chasing whether it's the top pick in the draft and hoping you get Zion at the time, whether it's Porzingis and hoping he developed or you know they extend him, bringing in KD or Kyrie, going all the way back to LeBron, the rumors about every freaking star that was ever out there, Dame Lillard and Joel Embiid, and yeah, even though like 99% of these things don't even come to fruition with any team, but it's all, oh, the Knicks are going to get this guy. They're going to get that guy. They need this superstar. Donovan Mitchell, and as close as it came to happening, it didn't, and he's in Cleveland. Even now that comes up again, although it's been shot down because the Knicks apparently don't have enough to to you know, get Donovan Mitchell. They don't even need that caliber. I'm not saying I wouldn't take them, but they don't need it. They don't need the other superstar. They have two right here, right in front of you, Brunson and Randall. And now that they've balanced out the team a little bit, you can see it on full display. I don't care if it's just been two games. These guys have been star players for a while. But now they look better on a team that has less clutter, where there was potential and talent with the Knicks with R.J. Barrett, and everybody's hoping Barrett was one day going to become a consistent shooter. Surprise, he's not. A two-guard that can't shoot. He belongs on the island of misfit toys. Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. That was R.J. Barrett. A water gun that shoots grape jelly. A two-guard that can't shoot. Oh, but his strength is getting to the rim. Oh, but he can't shoot free throws consistently. No thanks. They've cleaned themselves of that problem. And, and again, all due respect to Barrett who worked his rear end off. Great work ethic. Mature beyond his years. Wish him well in Toronto. He didn't fit here. And now that he's out of the way, it is clear the top dogs are Brunson and Randall, and they're working well together with Anunoby. But the point is, it's not anymore looking at this Knicks team as, oh, I'll pay attention to them when they had that next superstar. So Brunson could be the two, and Randall could be a three, or Randall could be out of here. No, they have the stars. Now it's about filling out the rest of this roster, two guard, bench, and then taking your run at it in the Eastern Conference. BT and Sal on the fan. BT is out sick today. Hopefully he's back tomorrow. 
Wish him well. A little under the weather. You heard it yesterday if you listened to the show. And uh, obviously not uh, not feeling well enough to, today to come in. So he'll be back with us tomorrow. And we got me and you for the next few hours here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here on the fan. Call us 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. BT is off today. We'll get at some of the other stuff, whether it be the football. Oh my god, the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I mean, I whatever. <laughs> Here's what my take on this is, and I'll, I'll get into it a little bit later. But just to be, before we actually get into it, and we'll get back to the calls here with the Knicks in a second, I, I like talking about sports stories. And to me, Aaron Rodgers running his mouth on Pat McAfee about Jimmy Kimmel is not a sports story. Now, again, I'll discuss it because I know how big of a story it is, but it's not a sports story. I like doing sports talk. So when I watched the Knicks last night and I see Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson playing like superstars, that's what I want to talk about. At least for the day, or at least for the moment. And Randall, a guy who's been under criticism throughout his career, it's been up and down, up and down. I mean, think about what you have. How come Nick fans love Carmelo Anthony? Oh, Melo, and they should hang his jersey in the rafters, blah, 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 blah. No, oh, and Melo out there, every time he's got to go to one of these games, taking a bow as if he's some great Nick. I mean, please, it's laughable. Julius Randle has done more for the New York Knicks and has been a greater Nick than Melo ever was. Period. End of story. He's better. Not more talented, but he's a better Nick. And he can be a big piece of a championship team along with Jalen Brunson. The Knicks have cleaned things up nicely here, and I think it's good to get excited about it. Hey, look, the football team suck, and, and their seasons, mercifully, are coming to an end on this Sunday. We'll do more on that tomorrow, obviously. You get the Giants playing out the string and going with Tyrod Taylor for whatever reason, which makes no sense against the Eagles. And you have the Jets looking with the Jets who are being led by the worst head coach in the NFL going to New England and take on Bill Belichick, who has owned them since he's been here, since he resigned as HC of the NYJ in what might be his last game in New England. So, I mean, think about the football teams around here. It's a little early for baseball season. We did a lot of Mets yesterday. We'll get into the Mets and Yankees in their offseason, assuming that they actually freaking do something here over the next couple of weeks as we start to look ahead to spring training. 
It's Nick season, baby. Adam is calling from South Jersey. What's up, Adam? Charlie Bag of Donuts, you open with the Knicks, baby. I love you. Awesome, Dow. Hey, listen, the Knicks, Julius Randle, yeah, he's definitely not only come along as a player, but you could tell his mentality changed, right? It's a big different from like two years ago when he was giving the fans, you know, the, the bird and everything. Mm-hmm. He, he's all Nick, but the Knicks are so close. It's such a shame that Mitch got hurt. They would be the most devastating defensive team in the league right now if Mitch wasn't hurt. But I got to trade for you, Sal. And they don't need the superstar. You're right. They just need a, another two-shooter off the bench, maybe, or maybe someone that could push DiVincenzo back to the bench. Right. And you need a little more beef in the middle. Well, that's the thing. You, if you get a – now, the beef in the middle is going to be hard because of Mitch, as you said, but if you get a starting two-guard, now you push DiVincenzo back, and all of a sudden your bench is a little bit right. better. And even, even well, Quinn Grimes. The beef in the middle. Yeah. I got the beef in the middle, Sal. So Chicago's falling apart. Let's see if we could pull Drummond and either Caruso or DeRozan away. You get those two players – Put a couple of picks in there with Chicago eat up. This team's a championship contender. The, the, trade, the trade pieces for the Knicks, and thank you for the call, Adam, or the trade parts that the Knicks are going to be able to give up is picks. Because after they trade, remember, every rumor that had the Knicks getting a potential star player was, I guess, centered around either quickly or Barrett or both of those. Uh, and the reason why I say I guess is because is R.J. Barrett really a centerpiece to landing a superstar? And you learn that you know they, they were able to get Ananobi back, who's not a superstar, obviously. He fits their needs well, and I think it was a great trade. But I don't think that's the return Nick fans had in mind initially when they see R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly go the other way. And that's why maybe there was blowback from the fans initially with that trade. Although if you watch them play with Ananobi here and learn the difference. You know, the, the the best player right now in the trade was Ananobi. Could quickly eventually become the best player? He, he could, but he still doesn't fit because the Knicks already have a star point guard, so you're not going to pay him. So it just fit a little bit better. But the point is they don't have those assets as far as the players go to be able to land another big-time player. It's the picks that are going to be the you know and, and the expiring contract with Fournier, those are the. I mean, maybe Quentin Grimes if they give him up to Quentin Grimes, you know, the the top draft picks, the expiring contract. That's what the Knicks are working with to try to upgrade the rest of this roster to fill out the championship puzzle. But the big superstars, they have them with Brunson and Randall. Mike is in Brooklyn. What's up, Mike? Well, sometimes I wonder about your sports acumen. Your takes are just off, man. Julius Randall and Jalen Brunson are not superstars. There's arguably eight to ten superstars in the NBA, of which those two are not. Now, this team, do you think they can beat the Celtics? Do you think they can beat the Bucs? I mean, do I think they're better than them? No, I don't. But I think that they could. I mean, anything could happen. Did you think the Bucs were going to go down the way that they did last year or the Celtics go down the way that they did? No, but the Knicks, as currently constructed, do not have a superstar, A. And if you look at championship teams over the past, what, 20, 25 years, they always have a superstar. Right. Well, well, all right, well, let me ask you something. Is Brunson an all-star? Absolutely. Is Randall an all-star? You know, he has his years. Oh, well, he's, he's been, been an all-star. All-star. Well, I, he's been an all-star two out of the last three years and should make it again this year. I mean, you're talking about two all-star players. I understand that everybody's chasing a superstar. It does not mean you can And I know where the league is gone, and it's different. It's a superstar-driven league. That's fine. It does not mean that you should put a ceiling on what this team can do just because they don't have one of the top you know, five best players in the league. I personally think Brunson is a superstar and a guy that can carry a team. And when you couple him with Julius Randle, 
a legitimate all-star, yeah, I do think they can win a championship with that. Now, they got to build out the rest of the roster, but I like their cha- I like the way the Knicks are being built. All right, we'll see what they do against the Celtics because they're not beating them. And uh-huh. there's no superstar on this team. Well, I mean, but, but but again, you talk about the top seeds. I mean, is who's the best player in the NBA, in your opinion? I mean, it's probably Joker. Oh, well, yeah, he won the championship last year. Okay, and how great is Embiid? Is he a top star? Absolutely. Okay, so one of the Sixers won a championship or been in the finals? No, I... That's not what I'm saying. No, no, but, no, but you're saying they need a superstar. And then I'm countering by saying, yeah, but even the teams with a superstar aren't guaranteed to win championships. Right, but the teams that win championships normally have a superstar, no, right? They, they, have, they have stars. But you're, you're also saying that Brunson's not a superstar. I believe he is. I, I believe he's getting there. I don't oh. think he's there quite yet. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think he's there quite yet. Okay, so uh, he's getting there. So when Br- when Brunson gets there, in your opinion, with your sports acumen, then can the Knicks win a championship? I mean, I think they need a little bit more depth. I think oh. They, they oh, okay, so we agree. Team. Right, so we agree. And thank you for the call. We agree. They need more depth. I'm not saying that this roster, as currently constructed, can win a championship. What I'm saying is the idea of chasing the superstars, that's over now. They have their guys. It's Brunson, it's Randall, and I think it's good enough. Now, they need the other pieces. They need to go out there and upgrade at two guard. They they brought in Anunoby, who makes them fit much better. He's a very solid player, borderline all-star player, but fits what they do well. The pieces are here, and more's coming. They're going to make another trade to either solidify the bench or solidify the starting two-guard spot, and that's really what they need. Bench, two-guard spot, not superstar. It's not just, oh, well, yeah, okay, well, the Sixers haven't beat. Where's the championship? You know, the Bucs with Giannis, I understand that they won. They've also been a one seed a few times and been knocked out. They got their asses knocked out. Does Miami have multiple superstars or am I missing something? I mean, Brunson, Butler's a great player, I get it, but is he going to carry the team to a championship on his own? It's, yeah, of course you want the superstar. Obviously, they're hard to come by. But you're also minimizing what Randall and Brunson have been able to do and what they potentially could do. These guys are stars. James is on Staten Island. What's up, James? Hi, Sal. Sal, I enjoy you very much on the radio and on SNY. You're entertaining and you're informative. And you're smart. I disagree. Thank you. I disagree with the previous caller. I agree with you. Brunson and and Randall are all stars. Are they're, they're champions? They could lead the Knicks to a championship. I uh, I feel upset that we can't get the points off the bench with getting rid of Quigley. I have a question for you to get off the subject matter. No, we don't want to get off the subject matter. Come on, James. But because you're so nice, I'll entertain it. Yes, what do you have for me? Thank you. Pete Alonzo, what's the very latest? Um, I know David Stern said said come the beginning of the season, he's going to be uh, at first base. And I know Pete Alonzo changed his agent. To your knowledge, 
What's the very latest with him? Nothing. And thank you for the call, James, and thank you for the kind words. We appreciate it. David uh, David Stearns, what he said, I'm, I'm going to believe. Pete Alonso is going to be the Mets' first baseman to start this year. They're not going to trade him, certainly not before the season, and they're not going to extend him. And by the way, if I'm Alonso, I'm not signing an extension at this point. I'm playing it out and saying, you know what? You don't want to extend me when we, we talked about it. You don't think I'm worth whatever I think I'm worth. Let's play it out. And then Alonso's got to go out there and have an Aaron Judge type of walk year. And if he does that, then somebody's going to have to pay him. I still don't think the Mets are going to pay him you know, $300 million, which maybe he thinks he's worth. He's not. For me, I'm paying him max probably two fifty. We'll see where the market is, but the comp to me should be Olsen, or you look at the other first baseman. Pete Alonso's just not a $300 million a year player. He's not. I'm sorry. And I think he might think that he is, changing agents and going with Boris, and that's so you're going to do that. You're going to expect to break the bank. But the Mets are going to be smart here. Not that they don't want Pete back, There's just a difference in where the team values the player versus where the player values the player. But don't get your hopes up about an extension or don't get worried about a trade. I firmly believe Alonzo is going to be here. And I believe the Mets are going to have a good year, so I don't think they're going to trade him anyway. I think they'll play it out. Pete will have a good year. Mets will make the postseason. At the end of the season, they'll discuss a contract, and the Mets will end up bringing him back, paying a little bit over market value to keep their own, much like they did Brandon Nimmo. Let's talk about it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Salicata back on the fan. BT is out sick today. Hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow as we finish out this first week of the year and close out the regular season in the NFL. You know, just looking over the the recent teams who won championships, like I get it, and the Warriors have obviously won uh, a bunch of them. LeBron has won a bunch of them. And I, look, you need you obviously you need star players, right? You need a superstar. I think the Knicks have that, and they have two. They have two all-star players. 
Brunson, I think, is the legitimate superstar or turning into a legitimate superstar. I don't care how tall he is or, you know, oh, you smaller guards don't win. Nonsense. I'm watching the guy play. He's a legit star. And Randall has been an all-star two out of the last three years. I think he's going to be better now with cleaning out the clutter. He'll be better with Anunoby. He's the one who carried the Knicks a few years ago to the four seed. You know, in that pandemic year, nobody, you know, nobody was able to go to the games, whatever it was, when they finally make the playoffs as the four seed before losing to Atlanta. Now look at the team around them. They've actually come a very long way in a short time. You're building a solid team around them and bringing in a star player to pair with them. That fits. They fit together, especially without that clutter. Upgrades, yes, but those guys are star players. Matt is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Matt? Yeah, I, I, hey, Sal, I, I cannot even a little bit agree with what you're saying about the Knicks, and I've been a fan for 40 years. I mean, the, the Knicks are a best player on the team away from contending for a championship. See, that's what I disagree with. I mean, and, and that, I think, is the take of a lot of Nick fans like yourself, Matt. They have the best player. The, I, the, I, their I, best player is Brunson. No, he, I, I like, of course, I like Brunson. And, and, and as you said before, I don't want to minimize what Randall's done, but look, it, we've seen what he is in the playoffs. If Randall's your third scoring option, I think he can flourish. The thing is, is that when your best player is a point guard, He's really your set, your first scoring option in a set offense, and you see what happens. You see what happens with this Knicks team this year. Every time they play one of the good teams, they lose. This is what the Knicks are. They're a four or five seed. Well, what are you no talking about? They just they just manhandled the they, they just manhandled Minnesota, the best team in the West, yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, that, that that was their first win all year against one of those. Teams. Okay, and, but and, it's and, a new it's a new team okay. with OG Ananobi. <laughs> Right, and, so, and, so, the, so the Knicks, Randall suddenly became a superstar because Barrett's not here. I, I just I can't buy that. No, I think I think I think Randall has been a superstar. Let me ask you: His first postseason was terribly disappointing, right? We all watched it. Yeah, they were the four yeah, seed. Yeah. Okay, but on that team, what were the other options that the Knicks had? I understand. What no, you're no. Saying. Well, I, right. So let's just agree. Like they had literally nothing around Julius okay, Randle so as an option. Okay. Why so are they not much better now than they were then. Well, well, hold on. I think that they are significantly better. I mean, they won a playoff round last year, and then last year. Let's go back to that for a second. Yeah. Randall struggled again. The guy had an issue with his foot. He had to have surgery. He was hurt. Now it was disappointing, yeah. and maybe it sounds like I'm making excuses, but he, he's he's 28 years old with a long track record. I'm not saying he can't improve. I'm saying that we haven't seen it in his career. He's he's been in. He's going to be an All Star. I would assume he's going to make the All Star team this year. I don't know that for a fact, but let's say he does. And if he doesn't, he, he should have. He's playing like an All Star three out of four seasons. I can't. I just I can't look at this team and how they play. What they are is that, is they're gonna they're like regular season all stars because Thibodeau gets a lot out of these players. When mm-hmm. you get to the postseason, well, they have you to need the elite talent to win series. They don't have it. Well, I, I really just don't think. Yeah, they have it. and and you look, you're not alone, Matt. And thank you for the call. We're gonna have to see it. These guys are gonna have to do it in the postseason. Otherwise, then I'm gonna be proven wrong. If Brunson and Randall can't be those stars to carry this team through a couple of rounds at the very least to get to an Eastern Conference Championship. See, I believe if, and now everything's different, right? The league is going to be different. The teams this year are different than what they were a year ago. But last year, if they had this group, Brunson, a healthy Randall, and Anunoby, I think they beat the Heat and get to an Eastern Conference Finals. And who knows what could happen from there. And you make it like every best team wins every single year, the years that are expected. How many times I got to sit here and listen to everybody say, oh, it's going to be the Nets and Lakers, Nets and Lakers, Nets and Lakers, when they had you know LeBron and AD with the Lakers and the Nets had Kyrie and KD. Nets and Lakers every year. How many years did we get that? You know, should the Bucks be in the finals every single year because of Giannis? Well, guess what? They're not. 
They're not. I'm not saying the Knicks are on par with those teams yet. What I'm saying is they have their star players. Rob is calling from Center Reach. What's up, Rob? What's up, Sal? How's it going, man? Happy New Year, bro. You too, Rob. So, Happy New Year. I got two players that I love for the Knicks, and I wanted to see what you thought. But before I get to that, I just can't. I don't get the Brunson slander. Last year, averaging 24 points a game. This year, 25 points a game. He's arrived. He's a superstar. To say that, oh, he's on his way to being there, how, how much more does he have to do to prove that? Especially in the biggest market in New York, he's been he's taken the job and run away with it. We've been a point guard, uh, a team that needed a point guard forever. We finally got him, and the fans don't uh, seems not believing. I don't care. right, and, he, and he's not good enough. Like I like I just don't understand it. And by the way, I you, don't the, the, the comparison <laughs> is to the best players in the world. Joker, you're looking at, um, you know, obviously Tatum, Giannis, Embiid, like. Yeah, okay. Is he at that level yet? No, but maybe he could get there. I mean, you know, LeBron, Curry, whatever you want to throw in some of the old school guys, Durant. I I, I understand all that, but Brunson is, is is getting better. He's carrying the Knicks along with another All Star. Like they they are in a much better spot than people give them credit for because they have two legitimate All Stars. I agree, and, the, and another thing that gets overlooked too is how how much professionally as well he does it. He doesn't, guy doesn't say a peep. But anyway, so I, there's two players that I think that could hopefully, like you know, if they become available during the year, and I feel like they're realistic. I feel like the Blazers are going to pack it in sooner rather than later. And Malcolm Brogdon, if he becomes available, I would love him off the bench. He's he's been, he's been off the bench previous stops, and he's been I think a six man of the year once before. I would love him. And then another player that I feel like would fit us well would be DeMar DeRozan, which would push, which would push uh, DiVincenzo to the bench, almost to take on that quickly playmaker slash score role off the bench. And I'll, I'll hang up and see what you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, look, I would love to get DeRozan here, and thank you for the call. The, the one thing is, I'm not sure the Knicks have been, you know, interested in, in Murray from Atlanta. And who knows if Atlanta is going to be willing to make the deal with them. You know, there's been the issues of the agencies back and forth uh, where, you know, Rich Paul, who represents Murray, is saying that he doesn't want to work with um, Leon Rose and, you know, CAA versus uh, whatever the, the thing is with, with Paul there and, and his management with LeBron, you know, LeBron James and that whole company there. If the Knicks have an issue that their, you know, specific agency or a specific agency is upset with them, they need to clean that up because they can't be prevented from getting players or having players because there's some kind of bias or or perceived bias that's going on within the organization because Leon Rose's son represents CAA and then they, you know, the Knicks are bringing in a lot of those players and there is a, you know, uh, you know favoritism going on. That stuff's got to be cleaned up. Now, I don't know if that's going to have an impact on the Murray trade or not. I'm just going based on some of the reports. Ian Begley of SNY, who I trust to, to be one of these guys, you know, Philip uh, or Steph Bondi uh, of the Post now is one of those guys I trust, that, and he's been on top of it. So I believe that there is an issue there. I just don't know how impactful that's going to be as far as the Knicks maybe making a deal for Murray or not. Point is, they need a two guard. Would I take DeRozan? Absolutely. I just don't know what it's going to take to get him. He wouldn't be my first choice either at this point. I think I'd rather have Murray, and he fits better and was a guy that I wanted the Knicks to get in uh, the offseason, and they weren't able to to swing a deal with him. Or, right, they were trying to get him from the Spurs or something like that, and he ended up going to Atlanta. So there are moves to be made that the Knicks 
need to do to upgrade the rest of this roster. But think about what we're talking about now. The bench, a two-guard to push DiVincenzo back. Now, man, look, Grimes could develop into that two-guard. You don't know. And you get to see him get a little bit more run here, which is another good thing of the trade, another byproduct of the trade with Anunobi. Not only do you clean out the mess, the clutter that was there with R.J. Barrett, and quickly, I wouldn't call clutter. I would just call redundant. You know, they needed that type scoring off the bench, and he was instant offense and, you know, potential sixth man of the year, but you're not going to pay him when you're paying your superstar Brunson as a point guard. You don't need two point guards. You need a veteran backup point guard. But a veteran backup point guard, a starting two guard, some more depth maybe on the bench. You want to get some size in the middle, especially with Mitchell Robinson being out. Those are things that are a lot easier to find than the superstar player. And the Knicks have star players, two of them. Brunson, I think, a legit superstar, and Randall, a legit all-star, can be that number two guy. They are the championship pieces. Those guys can be front and center on a championship team. It's just a matter of who's going to fill out the rest of the roster and then seeing them actually do what they've done in the regular season, even if it's for just a short period of time with Ananobi here for a couple of games, seeing them then do it in the regular season. Anthony is calling from Harlem. What's up, Ant? What's up, Sal? Solo today, like overnight. Yeah, I know. It feels weird. After you're, doing so many shows with somebody, it's weird to go back to doing them solo. Yeah. You, you, well, you're great for yourself. But I, I, I loved your suggestion about Deontay Murray, man. Um, and the beautiful thing about his contract is uh, it lines up perfectly with Evan Fournier. So they could package some picks, not really give up too much. And I'm, I really believe, like, the league is shooting now, man. Can you shoot the three? He's right. a 39% three-point shooter. You saw what just OG, bringing OG in, how it spaced the floor and made room for Brunson and Randall. You put him at that two-guard, I love their chances of going to the Eastern Conference Finals, man. I really do. Well, well I, think I about that. it. I mean, think of, Anthony, think about that starting five. That's what I mean, like, what are we doing here? Oh, no, but they need a superstar. Like, Donovan Mitchell was going to be the answer. You think the Knicks would be that much better with Donovan Mitchell than the way that they are right now? And let's say that they do add Murray because Atlanta takes on, you know, let's say you have to give up Quentin Grimes. And I don't love the idea of doing that, but if you're getting Murray, then then fine, you do it. You give up Grimes, you give up the expiring contract in Fournier, and however many first-round picks it's going to take to get him. Now you have Brunson, Murray, Anunobi, Randall, and Hartenstein slash Mitch Robinson when healthy. Obviously, I know he's out for this year, but... Dude, that's a legit starting five. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that it's superstar heavy or they have that one mega, you know, top five player in the game, but that is a legitimate starting five. I think it, they match up beautifully with the other teams in the East. And here's the other thing about Donovan Mitchell I'm going to tell you. You can't put him and Runson in the same lineup. He's 6'2". They will not be able to defend anyone. I, I would prefer Murray, and that's my opinion. That's a great suggestion, bro. Yeah, no, me too. Well, it's not even my suggestion, and thank you for the call, Anthony. We appreciate you checking in. It's not my suggestion, although I, when his name came out, I think it was this past offseason, before he got traded from the Spurs, if I'm not mistaken, I remember reading about him and thinking, this is the guy that I want the Knicks to get. Obviously, he's a shooter, which they need more shooting, played defensively. Like, I'm looking for – now, remember, I'm a 90s Knicks fan, and that's why my, my thinking is along with – Tibbs because he's a disciple of all the teams that I watch with Riley and with Van Gundy. And I value defense. Not that every player's got to be two-way players, but you want somebody that's going to work hard on the defensive end of the floor. And when I read that about Murray and the fact that he could shoot and play defense is why I love Ananobi. Is he a superstar? No, but he fits this team well. Oh, and by the way, he's an elite perimeter defender. 
and can knock down the three. Like, bingo, that's exactly what they need. Let Brunson be the superstar. Randall be his 1A or 2, whatever you want to label him. And then fill out the rest of that roster. Ananobi, and then if they could get Murray. Now, again, I don't know what the Hawks want. But if you're looking to rebuild and you want some first-round picks, the Knicks got those. Think about how smart they were, too, to clean that mess up. Really, no, you know, no bad contracts. They've got assets, whether it's an expiring contract, whether it's picks. You know, they don't have the amount of players that they did prior to the Ananobi trade, but still, maybe Grimes could be valuable. Maybe somebody like Deuce McBride. I have no idea. I would look to go get Murray would be my top target at two guard and a veteran backup point guard. And then you take your chances and go see what happens. You never know what could happen in the postseason. No guarantees. I've seen the Bucs lose in the first round of crappy teams. I've seen other teams go down before. Sixers getting beat by other teams before. Even with the Sioux, oh, big, bad, and beat. Yeah, it can't be beat. Well, guess what? I've watched it every year. The Knicks can do it. They have to do it in the postseason. That's the difference. Randall's been an all-star three or four years, and in the postseason, in the last you know, two times he's been in it, has disappeared. That can't happen, obviously, and have the Knicks get to an Eastern Conference Finals or an NBA Finals. BT and Sal on the fan. BT out sick today. We'll come back, get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I know it's national news, and Rodgers making headlines all over the place all year long. He'd done it all year long somehow while taking only four snaps. So we'll get into that as well. It's BT and Sal on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 